0: Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. This episode is about meltdowns. What is a meltdown? Well, the actual definition is an intense response to overwhelming circumstances with a loss of behavioral control. So, what isn't it? Well, it's not a tantrum, it's not a manipulation, and it's not voluntary. In other words, it's not intentional. Five, four, three, two, one. Self destruct sequence activated. Meltdowns can happen seemingly out of nowhere. It can be frightening and confusing. For example, when I was in my 30s, a meltdown happened primarily if I felt frustrated with the situation I didn't know how to handle. If I was in a relationship, I could get angry and want the other person to change. I know most of us go through that kind of thing in a relationship at some point. In my case, though, I felt unable to change that behavior no matter what approach I would take. So my difficulty with communication and expressing myself only increased the frustration and anger that I felt. I could not stop it and no amount of reasoning would make a difference. It was so intense and had complete control of me. With time, I finally did find a technique to deal with my personal feelings. However, to this day, if I feel frustrated and angry and attempt to communicate with someone about it, my feelings, words come across negatively. The more frustrated I feel, the harder it is for me to be diplomatic. As best as I can, I've explained to family that when I have such strong feelings, I need time and space. The overwhelming emotion clouds my judgment. It triggers black and white thinking. So I decide the other person is 100% wrong. And then once the meltdown is over, I see how distorted my thinking was and I'm able to be more objective. So a meltdown is an overwhelm. Now imagine that you're just standing there And the 20-foot wall of water comes right at you so quickly you can't possibly react. That's what it's like to have a meltdown. The wall of water overtakes you and you're unprepared to deal with what's happening. So your brain goes into survival mode. When you're in survival mode, pretty much everything else is on pause. I have developed a strategy to deal with the anger meltdown. So I was finally successfully handling those feelings of frustration that had overwhelmed me and caused the meltdowns, and that didn't stop them. It only changed them. It was a process of a kind of acceptance because at first I isolated, thinking that I could just avoid any situation that might overwhelm me. So what happened with my meltdowns is They turned into crying. And let me explain that the crying is not a sadness. It's excruciating physical pain and sobbing that comes out of nowhere. That can't be explained. So in my experience as a lawyer, there was a time when I was in court for a trial, and I'd learned that the judge and opposing counsel had kids in the same class at school. The judge seemed almost hostile. At one point she told me not to question my own client because the judge already knew the answer, so she said. The judge would cut me off from asking questions and she wouldn't allow me to make statements when the other party's counsel objected. I remember that line from the movie The Verdict with Paul Newman. It just kept playing over and over again in my head. You might be familiar with it. Your Honor, with all due respect, if you're going to try my case for me, I wish you wouldn't lose it. So as I'm playing this line over and over again in my head, I could feel the emotion rising. It took so much energy to keep it inside I had to block my thoughts, you know, the thoughts of fear that the coming meltdown might happen right there, and then there would be serious embarrassment and consequences. Fortunately, the judge called a break for lunch. I ran to the woman's restroom, closed the stall door, and melted down. I burst into tears. I sobbed uncontrollably. I could feel excruciating pain in my body and my chest and my arms and my throat. The emotion took over and there was nothing I could do to stop it. Only clouded judgment in that emotion. So I'd ask myself things like, why was I so weak that I had to come in the bathroom and cry? What kind of a lawyer am I? I must not be strong enough. Am I so unable to handle an unfair judge that this is how I react? As the energy of the meltdown subsided, I was able to get control. It included having to control my thoughts, calm myself down as best as I could. But I'd had to shut down my feelings in order to get there. I had to tell myself, you know, I'm not going to let you think about what went wrong in court. We got to just walk back in there and do this. So the professional, the logical, the experienced lawyer put on her mask and went back to court. It's happened again during my career and when it does, I know I have only so much time to get myself to a private place in order to hide it. There used to be so much shame and blame and then finally I accepted that sometimes I will unexpectedly have a meltdown and that's okay. That's been the only strategy that's worked for me. No one else knows. No one else has been there with me in that bathroom stall. And I didn't like having to accept that this was a part of my life. In my experience, the only control I have in a meltdown is acceptance, because then I can take care of myself in the moment. All systems active, life systems operational. Those of us who experience an intense response to overwhelming circumstances experience it differently, although I've heard some people say that crying and physical pain are part of theirs as well. Some people can even feel it coming, but that doesn't mean it can be stopped. It just means run to a safe harbor while you can. If you have AS, be gentle with yourself. If you know someone who does, try to see it from another point of view, perhaps, or at least accept it, and please be gentle with them. Mission complete. Shutting down. And here's a note. A meltdown doesn't affect a person's competence or diligence. The autistic woman who inspires me has crying meltdowns and also has a Ph.D., She's been named one of the top ten college professors in the country.